What's up, you nation? You're listening to Six Cents, the Justin Medlock podcast, presented by Fan Nation All Youths. Please subscribe and leave a review on the Apple Podcast and Spotify. New episodes will be released periodically throughout this season. Welcome to the first episode of Six Cents, the Justin Medlock podcast. I am Cole Bagley, the publisher of the Fan Nation All Youths webpage and the co-host for this episode. And I'm joined by Utah linebacker Justin Medlock. Justin, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. How about you? Good, man. We're uh, excited to get things kind of kicked off here with you and um, talk about uh, fall camp and how that's been going and then some preparations for the season because it's right around the corner. And we, uh, we've got a special guest with us here today as well, Jalen Glover, fellow freshman. Uh, Jalen, how are you? I'm good, Cole. I'm glad to be here, man, representing my boy Justin, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a good friendship between the two of you and seems like the entire 2022 class is very close. So um should that should uh equal some uh, national championships am i right yes sir yes sir All right. well let's uh let's just jump in um uh, justin i'll ask you first and then jalen if you want to answer as well um how's fall camp going for you guys personally fall camp's going well i mean just being able to have a spring under my belt being able to come back in with more of the defense down and this allowing me to be able to play faster and start making more plays is there anything that, like, has been really different about fall camp, maybe compared to the spring? The main thing that's different about fall is because now we're kind of getting ready for game one. So it's a little bit of a different atmosphere as far as the adjustments we're making. We're installing more things in the spring. So just a lot of schematically was. The intensity level is kind of different, especially you got guys, you know, working to make that travel squad as well as, like Justin just said, the installs of everything that's going in. You know, everybody has to be dialed in and locked in, locked in. And in the spring, how I feel like they were more, you know, fundamentally trying to make sure we tag along. Now we just gotta know and we gotta fly around. So it's definitely, you know, you can you can tell week one is right around the corner. Yeah, to me it seems like spring is more of like a personal focus for you guys. Um, you know, working on your own abilities and skills whereas fall it's like all right we we did that stuff in spring and now it's kind of bringing it all together as a unit and schematically and learning those types of things because you know football is not a, a one you know one man sport but it's a, you know 11 on 11 you got to get the full ship to be on the same page and so uh, definitely something that we're looking forward to seeing is how that's all come together um justin you talked a little bit about how, how it differs um obviously there's been some things that are pretty apparently different you know you guys are now game setting simulated for you right like they have crowd noise and, and especially for florida you guys have had an interesting simulation jalen you'll probably be able to tell us how close it is to actually playing in florida but the other day we're you know we're, we're up at uh, fall camp and you guys they open the garage door and it, it's like this steam just kind of comes out you guys walk out you're drenched in sweat some of the freshman receivers were like oh it's nice and cool out here as it's literally 96 degrees and blazing sun. Uh, but yeah. tell us how, tell us how, what it's like to, to practice in those kind of simulated situations. Yeah, man, just, just being in that situation, you know, you got guys in there like, you know, they'll come up to me and be like, damn, it really feel like this? But no, it's just, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of crazy, you know, how, you know, how coming at the next level, you know, they try to prepare you for every situation. And, you know, with, like just that other day we had, it was like 94, 95 degrees with 80% humidity, you know, trying to just prepare us to get ready 
fourth floor along with the crowd noise. So it is it's, it's kind of, you know, we, we take for me personally, you know, I, I take it in. I'm like, wow, like, you know, I know it is not a real thing, but it's, you know, crazy to be close to simulate and know how, okay, how tough it is on here the checks at a line of scrimmage or trying to hit a quarterback in the huddle. And I know Justin can agree to the same thing of trying to get calls on the defense and, you know, looking at a sideline and trying to be focused on coach. When you got all these hundreds of thousands of fans screaming down at you. So it's, it's pretty crazy. But, you know, I know it's going to make us so much more prepared. So when we do go to the swamp, you know, we can be ready. That's something I think that a lot of people don't really realize with freshmen is, you know, you guys are going from maybe a couple hundred people at a football game. Justin, maybe that's different for you being – and Jalen, maybe you as well being in Texas and Florida. You know, yeah, I was about to say, hold on, hold on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Justin, so Justin maybe, maybe – Justin, maybe, played, maybe. College, Justin yeah. played at a Cowboys stadium. He, he <laughs> might be used to it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah, Justin's uh, expertise. But, okay, so let's say you're going from a couple thousand to, you know – Way more. I mean, Rice Eccles is nearly 60,000 people, right? And I'm sure Gainesville isn't, you know, Florida is not too far off from that. So you guys are going to be going from, I mean, bigger crowds than we're used to here in, in, uh, in Utah in terms of high school football. But you guys are going to the next level in terms of the crowd. And, and not only is it a huge crowd, but it's going to be a hostile crowd, the SEC and these guys are going to be anxious to, to the, you know, dethrone, you know, the reigning Pac-12 champions what are some of the things that maybe the coaches are telling you guys uh, in terms of trying to prepare for that and being able to, um, like Jim was talking about, be able to pay attention, to focus, to hear the plays, to hear the calls so that you can execute? Uh, one of the main points that Coach Wiss is bringing up is Pac-12 championship, last year's ranking, Rose Bowl, all that doesn't matter. All that is preseason accolades, so – we just have to come the week one focus and prepare to regain our title. If that makes sense. For sure. Yeah. And what about you? Yeah. A lot, a lot of similar things, like especially with coach Wade, even more now to, you know, coach love, you know, just there's a lot of returning guys, but we're a different squad. It's a different year. And, you know, to, to be in this situation, to go into the hostile environments, their thing is to, you know, do your job to the best of your ability. And um, I feel like, and as Coach says, you know, we can go as far as we can, but we got to be technical sound, fundamentally sound, and, of course, as one. Um, we got to be as one on all uh, three teams, special teams, defense, and offense. We already got to be on one accord. How important do you guys feel like it's going to be in order to take the crowd out of it? I mean, like we were talking about, you know, SEC is just different. I mean, Bryce Eccles can get, you know, produce some high decibels and be jumping but sec is just a step further how important do you think it is to be able to take the crowd out of it you know have the coaches said anything about you know is that a focus at all well it's it's kind of a focus that's why in the indoor you hear us cranking the crowd noise up and everything they're just trying to get us ready for it so once we do get down there it's already taken out because we've practiced in it for a week and a half two weeks yeah and well, yeah, just to piggyback off of bro, like those those same those same conditions, our, our focus is, isn't just on the crowd because our, our mindset is that they're always going to be like that. So no matter if they screaming to the top of their lungs or the stadium is silent, we're going to be aggressive at all times. So, you know, it hasn't been, 
you know, it just comes on. It just comes with everything that's going on. You know, our mindset is we plan to hear Florida be loud as possible, no matter we're up 21 or we're down. Um, but we just we're just ready to go play and ready to to come out with a victory. Definitely the goal. Um, you know, this this last week, I wrote an article about um, the potential that this team has. You know, you guys had some pretty phenomenal uh, preseason rankings, the highest the program has ever had coming uh, into the season. You know, eight eight from USA Today, seven in the Associated Press. And, and I totally understand, uh, and I love the mindset that you guys have been given, um, is those things don't matter. And to be honest, they don't. Like, there's really no reason to – to focus on those things at all because it is preseason. You know, you got to go and earn those rankings each and every week. Go one and zero, as I know is a common theme at Utah. Um, but what what I was kind of getting at here is, um, I believe that if you guys are really going to push for a Pac-12 cha- or excuse me, a national championship, try to get in the top four, I think it's got to go through Florida. You know, you guys have got to come out and win that game. Obviously, there's plenty of of teams that have gotten into the top four with, uh, you know, one loss, that's very possible. But to me, Florida is such a big opportunity for you guys to, to go in there, to show what you're really made of, to beat an SEC opponent and to emerge one and oh, right. I mean, if you guys are seven or eight starting the season in the rankings, you guys go into Florida and get a victory, you might jump up a spot or two, which could be big. Um, but anyways, moving on here. I know you guys, um, we had a, Jalen, we had a podcast with you just before, um, about a month, a little over a month ago, uh, before fall camp started, we talked about where the position groups, um, were at that point. So I kind of just want to get an update of what you guys have been seeing from your own position groups, um, during fall camp. And Justin, I want to start with you. So yesterday I talked with, uh, Karen Reed and Karen said that the defense has come a long way. He said during spring, the offense was just uh, you know, burning the defense constantly. But he said that things have started to even out. What are you seeing in terms of, you know, where the defense is playing? Right now, I'm just seeing everybody buying in collectively. Everybody finally getting what Coach Scali, Coach Swan, Ellis, Bow, getting what everybody's preaching to us. And just all 11 of us doing our job, running to the football and having fun out there. What do you feel like has been maybe the biggest emphasis for the defense going through fall camp? Coach Scally said that uh, communication has been uh, a big focus and you guys are trying to work on that. But what do you feel like has maybe been the biggest thing for, to help you guys move forward? The biggest thing has to be running to the football at all times, no matter if you're coming off the backside and you have to run all the way to the other sideline. Running the ball, make sure you get a hand on the ball carry. Definitely. Now, Jalen, on the flip side, would you agree? Do you feel like the the defense has really stepped up? I mean, Crane himself said that the offense was just flooring the defense in the spring, but it started to, to even out a little bit. What are you seeing being on the offensive side of the ball? Even in our position meetings, though, we always having these different questions on these different looks or different looks we see. And uh, just going to the other side of the ball, close one from, you know, everybody that Maylock, listen to um, Spencer coming from the top, Coach Scally. Uh, they they some geniuses on the other side of the ball, and I think the defense has came a long way. Um, and every day we, we get looks that we know as an offense we're going to get better. But, yeah, like as Karene said, we, we've been coming pretty even. You know, we're we going to score some, but they're going to they gonna get some tackle for losses or make some big plays. So 
Uh, we've been battling, and I, I can just tell every day we're getting better. And, you know, we're going to be we're gonna be the force to wreck with this season. I think a lot of people maybe aren't realizing just how many veteran leaders that the defense lost um, after this last season, whereas the offense maintained most of them and added some very special uh, talent. Um, not that the defense didn't add special talent, but it's taken a little bit longer, I think, for the defense to figure things out just because – you know, you lose a guy like Devin Lloyd, you lose leadership in, in Vontae Davis and uh, Brandon McKinney, uh, Mika Tafua, just a couple guys that moved on, you know, right to the next level. And that's those are guys that are hard to replace um, right, you know, right out of the gate. You know, there's no I don't think anybody was really expecting, hey, it's spring ball and we're looking as good defensively as we were, you know, just a few months ago in the Pac-12 championship at the Rose Bowl. But now, you know, what we're hearing is that, you're not far off. The guys are starting to step up um, and the communication um, is definitely becoming an emphasis. And Justin, how, how can you tell us how important communication is among the defense? I mean, obviously it's very important, but especially as a linebacker, you know, Scally had said that communication is, is very key for both the linebackers and the safeties. Why do you feel that that is the case? Why is communication such a big deal? The complexity of the defense, we, we have to get, uh, and the call may change based off the formation, based off motions. So we have to constantly be talking to the D-line, to the secondary. Just, just overall on the same page, we don't give up any chuck plays in the back end. We don't give up any big runs in the inside. So really just the complexity and just make sure everybody on the same page of what we have to do. Definitely. Who do you feel like is really emerging as – leaders in the linebacker room like who who is stepping up and being more vocal and, and leading by example i would have to say probably mahmoud diabate you know from since he got here you know he always loud he always talking but he's bringing everybody along with him you know he's talking it and also he's walking it so that's one guy i can point to for sure now what about what about a guy like karene reed now it's it's funny because he's considered one of the veterans in the room and, but he's only got, you know, a season up, you know, on you guys, which, which can help, uh, you know, take him a long way. And I, I think Krenna is very, very talented. I'm excited to see what he can do. How are you seeing him kind of help lead you guys with, with the experience that he has? Uh, Karina is great. That's my guy. I mean, anytime, anytime you have a facility, probably nine times out of 10, Karina's in there watching film. He can pop in there literally any time of the day. I can ask him questions. That's why the guy I go to the most, just just to learn more of the defense myself. Just ask Karine, may shoot him a text here and there, just to you know, just to get more things down. Definitely, I for one, I I love Karine's game. Um, you know, I, I've been watching him for a long time, and I think, and he said this himself yesterday. He thinks that what makes him really special is just his IQ, and I'd have to agree with that. You know, I think he. He has a very high football IQ. He knows where the ball is. He knows how to get there. And and, and uh, very often is finding himself near the football, whether he's making the stop or he's just nearby when the ball carriers are being brought down. So definitely a special linebacker group. You know, I think if any group is going to, you know, step in and step up after losing a guy like Devin Lloyd, it's definitely this group. You know, guys like yourself, Justin, you know, we're hearing great things. Lander Barton, we're hearing great things. And then, of course, you know, the leaders of the room and, and Diabate and, and uh, Karene, it's just exciting. Um, I think I think uh, the Utah fans are very much looking forward to see what you guys can do. Obviously, it's weird that Devin's not going to be out there, but 
like I said, if anybody's going to to replace what you know his contributions, it's going to be this this group of guys. Uh, Jalen, as for you, tell us about the running back room. You know what's going on. Uh, you know with you guys, who's stepping up? You know who's looking good, and how how are you guys looking? You know two weeks out from from Florida. Yeah, for me, uh, being up here from the spring to the fall, I feel like the most improved guy, and that I've seen is probably Chris Curry. Um, he's he's been really lights out. Um, coming in, coming into the fall, like he's he's got got a different focus level, and it's just it's just nice to see, especially from you know his his struggles coming to last season, how he's just ready to go, and I feel like it's just carrying on. Like as soon as Coach Q came in. <laughs> I feel like a lot of the guys in the room got better. And um, just the leader in the room, I, I say definitely Makai has been really consistent. Um, Kapanars just came in. I learned from him every day. Um, Makai is going to be the consistent guy. He's going to make the right reads. He's going to make the right cuts. Um, so that's definitely a guy you want to follow behind. And I feel like he's been doing a great job just making sure, as with Tavion, just making sure as a group has been all in and ready to go. So, yeah, I, I think we've been lights out going through fall camp, and we're just ready for the season. Running back room is a lethal and dangerous room. Um, guy like Tavion Thomas, who's who's proven, I mean, the guy, uh, he he's just a wrecking ball. I mean, he you know, he makes his own gaps, his, his own seams, and, and he's definitely difficult to bring down. You've got, you know, guy like yourself who, who's very versatile. You know, you're you obviously pack a punch, but you got that speed and agility. And then of course, you know, Mikai Bernard and, and his athleticism. And then it's interesting to hear uh, Chris Curry and that's that's you know good to hear as well. You know, he's a name that we haven't heard a bunch from, but what are you seeing from Chris that's making you say, Oh man, he's you know, he's locked in. You know, he we've seen a lot of progress from him. Well yeah, this during fall camp, he's just been you know, coming to the spring, it's been about, you know, as all the whole group, making the right reads and, you know, really getting engaged into pass protection. And then coming to the fall, it just feel like he emulated those things to another level. And he's been, you know, really feeling to himself. Uh, it was uh, – we had a scrimmage this past weekend, and he got his ball up the A-gap. And uh, some, uh, one of one of Justin's fellow linebacker brothers got set. <laughs> That on me behind. Oh, he's just <laughs> he's just coming really powerful, man. He's just coming yeah. like play, and you know he wants to get out of here this year. So with you know with everybody having that mindset of you know want to get to the next level and and of course winning the Pac-12 championship again and go as far as we can go. Uh, I just feel like the room is just we we really get on one accord, and uh, Chris has just been doing a great job during camp. Yeah, it's it's a super exciting group to to look forward to to see you guys play. I mean, there will not be a single down of football where Utah doesn't have just an absolutely lethal weapon coming out of the backfield. Like there's just that's what it is. And I would definitely say that uh Utah's got one of the best in, in the nation, if not the best. So it'll be fun to see what you guys can do and both individually and as a group. But, Jalen, you mentioned the scrimmage this last week. Um, I'm going to turn it back over to, to Justin here, and then, Jalen, I want to hear what uh, you have to say about it. But, yeah, what, tell us about the scrimmage. How did it go? How did it feel, you know, playing out there? What were maybe some takeaways that you can share with us? For me, I felt great in the scrimmage, just being able to finally go live, being able to finally let it all loose and just play football again since the spring. It felt great. I felt good out there. That's good to hear. Jalen, what about you? And for me, um, 
yeah, a person that feels good is just going against the guys, you know. We go thud all weekend, you know, they ain't kind of, you know, are you going to break that tackle or are you going to make that man miss? So, to finally, you know, get get into the stadium, you know, the, the ball don't stop until the guys on the ground. Um, it's been, it was good to get back in the swing of things and seeing guys fly around. I think we're ready to go, man, and everybody's just really locked in. So, it was just good being out there. Were there any were there any big takeaways, you know, for you guys? Obviously, you know, there's things that I'm sure you want to keep to yourselves, but is there any, any certain takeaways that you can share with us from, from Saturday, things that maybe stood out or maybe things that you're looking to improve going into this next scrimmage? Uh, me, I'm constantly improvement, so I want to improve in all facets, tackling, covering, uh, my knowledge of the defense, running the ball, everything, so I always look for things to improve on. Yeah, and then on the offensive side of the ball, I feel like we, you know, we're really getting really consistent into this passing game. Um, I'm, I'm feeling really good. <laughs> I don't, I mean, teams don't want to stack the box with this room, but it's gonna have to be smart because we got we got guys that can do it. You know, from the, the starting forward to the ones after that. So um, I, I've really seen that in the offense that our passing game has really been really efficient and. Uh, um, JJ is really stepping up and leading leading his offense and taking really controlling when he gets in the game. So I've been proud of him too as well, especially in the scrimmage. Yeah, I mean that's a uh, definitely a big topic um, of fall camp. I mean, to a certain extent, you know, some people are saying, "Oh, fall camp's kind of boring," and to their credit, it is. But that's a good problem to have, right? I mean, you don't you don't you don't necessarily want to have those big headlines of trying to figure out all these different things and you have all these problems. No, you guys just, you're a good football team and there's really not a whole lot that you really need to, to, uh, you know, bring together. Um, there's no blaring discrepancies or, or weaknesses, but uh, in terms of QB two, you know, that's good to hear about JJ. What, what about Bryson? Bryson's lights out too. That's why the competition is so hard, but Bryson's a guy that's completion percentage is always going to be above 65. Like he's, <laughs> You know, he makes great decisions, um, and, you know, he knows where everybody's supposed to be, and he puts the ball in the right spot. So, Ryzen has been great during fall. So, you know, it's, it's I know it's not up to me, So, I, but everybody's been doing a great job. So, I'm excited to see who wins the job. Yeah, it's a great it's a great problem to have, to have that deep of a, of a quarterback room that you can't, you can't even decide who's QB2. Uh, this might be the, the deepest quarterback uh, group that Utah's ever had. At least that's my opinion. But, Justin, what are you seeing uh, on the defensive side of the ball? I mean, defending against these two quarterbacks, you know, Jaquin and Jackson and, and Bryson Barnes, what uh, what makes it difficult to defend against against those guys? Every day they're just doing incredible things. I mean, J.J., of course, the running threat is always there. But also I've seen him take a big leap from the spring with his arm as well. He's in the ball in the tight windows thrown into the corner of the end zone, just putting it in places where defenders can't get it. So that's always good to see. And then as far as Bryson, he's just it's just like he never he's never making the wrong decision. He he looks comfortable back there. He knows where he's going with the ball. So I feel like I'm seeing great things from both of them. But I feel like they're having a good competition though. Before we kind of get into this last uh segment here, um the freshman wide receivers. They were talked about very, very highly today from uh, Coach Bump, Teo Johnson, Sidney Ambanasaur. And then as well, you know, he's not a freshman, but Money Parks has been, you know, mentioned 
as one of the, one of the stars of fall camp. So if you guys, you know, tell us about your classmates, you know, first off, Teo Johnson and Sydney Abanasor. What do you guys see from them? And you both have very interesting perspectives. Jalen, you're playing alongside them on offense. You know, Justin, you're trying to stop them from moving the ball. What are you guys seeing from your classmates? I mean, first of all, <clears throat> I knew I knew Sydney was gonna be good because this is a Texas guy. I knew he was gonna come in and do it. I mean, Sydney just freakish, you know, big long arms can run if the ball in the air is his. Just uh, just a weapon on the outside, as well as Taylor Johnson too. I mean, just great size, very fast, quick, athletic, very good hands. So I'm seeing a lot of good things for both of them. Both of them locked in. You know, both of them are eager to get on that travel squad, just like the rest of us. Um, yeah, talking about Sydney, you know, I, I, you know, especially being from Florida, you know, I always think like Kyle Pitts. Um, he gives me a lot of resemblance of him. You know, you're talking about a dude that's six six and can run a four four. You know, it's you know you don't come across that too often, and he's a big, big, long guy that you know not scared to block, and he's gonna go up top and get something. And then with Tail. Uh, Taylor's just been really locked in to learn his playbook. You know, I, I especially as soon as he got here, you know, he's with uh, JD, um, just out there working and trying to run the right routes and you know get the two minute offense calls. So those boys are hungry, and you know, it just I can see it in all the rest of the class as well. But those two guys are definitely been showing out during the fall. Were you guys there when uh, Sydney mossed a certain defender and it? It was posted on TikTok. Were you guys there for that? Yeah, I was there. What was uh, it like? What was it like to see that in person, Justin? Were you on? Were you on the other the other side of that? Uh, I wouldn't. I wasn't a big fan of that play. Okay. <laughs> got We got a. No, yeah, we was. Their practice was live though. Everybody running towards Sydney. That was that was dope. That was real dope. The defense was looking kind of sad though, so we was turned up on offense. Yeah, that that was that was unbelievable. I mean, I I actually Utah Athletics posted it pretty late at night, and I just threw together a quick little article on it, and that that was a that was a that, that generated a lot of traffic because it was a pretty incredible play. And <laughs> Justin, I'm sure that I'm sure that on the other end, you guys weren't appreciating it, but at least that at least that guy's on your team, you know, during the regular season, and you know, exactly. not the other way around. So. Uh, that's pretty that's pretty fun it's fun to see uh the class of 22 just excelling in so many ways you know all your names continue to come up you know we ask we ask coach Witt, we ask coach galley you know your individual coaches in, in the position groups and every time every single one of you guys comes up and it's just fun to hear because you know uh, college football is is uh different you know i mean it's the program is constantly overturning but when you have a solid class like this that you know is going to be here for some time and and uh, you just it's exciting to see what you guys are doing now and then how that's going to translate a few years down the road. Um, but just uh, really quick, kind of finishing up here, what do you, how are you guys preparing for Florida? I mean, I know that the, the emphasis hasn't fully been there quite yet, but how have you guys prepared for Florida? And then what are you expecting in terms of preparations going into week one? Well, what we, what we started right now has been, you know, we're getting the scouts. So we got some of the guys and scouts giving us looks. So we're getting ready, you know, because coming after, you know, after Saturday is season prep. So uh, right now we, we've, um, we've been starting looking at some defensive film in the running back room, you know, looking at 
that front seven, you know, seeing different things and seeing different looks. But um, it's, it's getting there. We haven't already been – we haven't all the way processed, processed that yet. But coming into this next week, um, we're going to start amping up because it's about that time. Is, is, Justin, before I let you go, is, is there – Jalen, is there anything that really stands out about the defense at this point that you – are focused on in terms of prep preparing for, for those guys? Oh, yeah, for sure. We just got to definitely their defensive line. We got to be really prepared and um, really alert with those guys because, you know, they got quite a few guys on there that, you know, you're going to see in that draft um, come that time. So, uh, no, I've really been noticing the defensive line, how they're moving, you know, first to, first to third down. And uh, we're going to just really get more detailed and emphasis as the week progresses. Awesome. Justin, what about what about you? Of course, with Florida, they have athletes all over the field. You know, we all have a pretty good quarterback back there. So, we're just trying to get ready and get prepared for that. Yeah, they, uh, they got a pretty athletic, uh, you know, dual threat type quarterback. Um, and not that you have to get, you know um, – Super specific, but in terms of trying to to contain a guy like that, just an athletic dual threat, what are things that a defense can do to to stop him or slow him down? You know, you do things like tell your DNs on you know, options to do certain things, have the linebackers, have the D lines to learn a certain way. But I have told Coach Cali, I mean, that man's a genius, so he's going to have us ready for whatever floor to throw at us. Well, I think the uh, the confidence is definitely there. Um, we're excited to see what this Utah team is really made of. The, the the preseason hype has been, you know, as high as it possibly could could get. Um, so it'll be fun to see what you guys have put together. You know, Scally yesterday, you know, people were talking about schemes and whatnot. He doesn't let anything out, but he just says, you know, we're confident. We're going to do this, and you guys will. You know, that's for that. How good we are is you, know, you guys are going to be able to see that. You know, that's for you to wait, wait, and find out. And so. Yeah, the time is uh, swiftly approaching, and 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 what we'll see from you guys, I'm confident you guys can walk out of Florida with uh, with a victory. You know, just given how good Utah is on both sides of the ball, you know, offensively and defensively, there's just so many weapons, and I think Florida is in for a for a, for a bit of a surprise. So it'll be fun. Uh, but I uh, just want to thank you guys for uh, for listening. Uh, thank you guys for jumping on, uh, Jalen, uh, Jalen Glover, Justin Medlock. Uh, if you're interested to hear more from these guys, you can subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. They both got their own podcasts here. This is, again, the first episode of Justin Medlock's Sixth Sense podcast. You can also check out Jalen Glover on All Aboard the J Train. And we have finally launched uh, apparel for both of these guys. Uh, lots of good stuff. We've got Beat Florida shirts for uh, Jalen, and then Justin has launched some stuff, uh, some so I'm paying homage to uh, where he's from, Texas. Uh, we've got some cool Texas designs and then, of course, some awesome Utah designs and whatnot. So if you guys want to check that out, allutefans.com. Uh, again, gentlemen, thanks so much. It's been a pleasure, and we'll see you up uh, in game week. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Sixth Sense, the Justin Midlock podcast, presented by Fan Nation All Utes. This episode was produced by Larry Clark and Cole Bagley. Please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend. Go Utes!